Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. be a lot happier today than it is later in the week. Let's just say that. It is the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. So here's the lay of the land today. Lori is out. Uh, so Holly is going to be with us for the first hour of the program. And then uh, Stephanie Hansen will be in for the second two hours of yes. the show. So it's and, uh, a little hodgepodge. That's right. But that's thank right. you everyone for being here. All right, weekend claim to fame. Let's start with you, Donald. Spam a lot. What day did you go? Saturday night. Oh, because I was there yesterday. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I had forgotten how funny that show is. Same. Because we all three of us saw it years ago. Yes. And I had completely forgotten, you know. I how mean, hysterical it is. It's just so funny. I, I so kept wondering I if they it. changed it up or did something different or I couldn't even remember. I, I think they they threw in a Beyonce thing. Yeah, they did. That, that, that was new. That was new. Yeah. I hadn't seen that before. You know, I was funny you mentioned that, Julie, because I was wondering the same thing if they were going to throw in some updated Because I dialogue. can't remember. Well, it's gone now, so it's over yeah. so we can talk about it. But yeah. it's I. It's so funny. Oh, it's it, so Though good. my rule stays. Which is what? What? We need shorter times. You well, thought it was long, too long? How long was this? Two hours and 15 minutes. It didn't seem that long. Oh, I was ready to go at really? two. Um, yeah, it just didn't seem that long At to two. Me. My issue with the plays is during the second act, I always doze off. And then I pretend to nod in my head. I'm like, yes, that's happening. Oh, that's a really funny joke. I know. I was in beautiful seats. I mean, that Ordway is so lovely. Yes, it is. It's lovely. So, oh, that's funny, Donnie. I did the same thing and loved it. Well, of course, this is a musical based off of Money Python and the Holy Grail, right? Right. And the guy came in last week, one of the starring actors who I thought was one of the best. Uh, Cassidy. Yes, he was Sir Robin. Cass, and he was Sir Robin. He was a guard. He was Brother Maynard. He kept doing different things. And his name was Cassidy Devlin. He was dashingly handsome. He, Lori had cast him in the future CW shows and said, (laughs) get to LA. Of course. But his, they, you know, watching young people, because he's in his 20s, probably in a lot of the cast. I, they seem like to be all ages, but oh, yeah. it's just yeah. so clever how they can reuse um, an actor in so many different mm-hmm. roles. And and one of the things, these guys can all tap dance, they can all sing, yeah. they can all move, they all have great face face expression, uh, expressions and can do physical comedy yep. and act. I thought, wow, it's so... 
Wow. Yeah. It was a very good crowd Saturday. I don't have an ounce of talent in me. I mean, I get jealous when I see those things. He was, he was well, very first good. First of all, that is not true. Well, I mean this kind. The oh, singing that kind, and dancing. you know, you got up and did stand-up in oh, front of 3,000 yeah, people. Yeah, you did. That's Whatever. nothing to That's do. That's for five minutes. I'm never getting <laughs> well, back again. You, you never know. <laughs> but anyway, it was really cool. Yes, it was. So Fine. we had the same one. I yes. also okay. did, um, went to the American Craft Show because it was pouring rain on Saturday. And um, that that's amazing at River Place or River Center. Did you take your River's- mom? I did. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, my mom. So what can you so find cute. at this show? Oh well, for my mom, scarves. I mean, my mom. I looked at her, and we're about the same height now. She used to be a good three inches taller, but now we're we can go eye to eye. And I looked at her. You are not allowed to buy a scarf that comes with a videotape on 95 different ways how to wear a scarf (laughs) flash the wrong. (laughs) And she kept wanting to go back. But my favorite, favorite thing was, it was really cool because they have like, you know, emerging artists, so they don't have a full booth. And this is a a, um, judge show, and it just goes to San Francisco here. It's only four cities it's in. I mean, so furniture and jewelry and art. Are you able to buy the stuff there? Yes. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. It is for sale. And it's all talented, talented people. Purses. Um, but one of the things was um, they had the people from the local textile center, which is right down the street from us. Cool. Danny, you remember the textile centers right down university from us? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And we yeah. and so you could do hands on stuff and push needle pushing or something is an art where they use like some sort of a felt and you push it through the felt, like some yarn through the felt. It's, it's, Did you feel inspired after leaving so this? Cool. Are I'm you like, going to take a crochet? I kept saying to my mom, what's our career? What are we going to do, mom? What are we going to be? You know, and they had potters there and it was really, I just loved it. But there was this one guy whose child went to the Walton school um, of something and they, the parents needed to come in with some sort of an art or something that they do. Ooh. And he didn't have anything to bring in artist or crafty. Yeah. Um, for his kids. And he was like from Alabama or something. So what he did, and I think this would bring you joy, Holly, is he makes um, recreations out of felt pin pushing, it's called um, needling, felt needling or something, of animals in certain situations. And that was the one that I thought I was going to die for. It brought me joy. Yes. So, Oh, it's a woman. So he has all all of his characters. He does scenes like from Beatrice Beatrice Potter's uh-huh. um, Peter Rabbit, okay, and a bed scene with all the rabbits in it, and the mom and dad, and oh, and like wow. the rabbits and the ducks gathered around a pond. I mean, it's all these characters from storybooks. Oh, these are darling. I, so the picture that Julia just showed to me is of oh. this felt cat in a, a glamorous gown holding a little poodle like she's strutting her stuff on Fifth Avenue in New York City. And then this is another one. It was the funniest thing. Um, This is another one of a cat getting a petty and a mani laying on a lawn chair with foam between the fingers and toes. It was, I don't know, it just made me laugh. It was expensive because otherwise I would have, the one that I wanted was 275 bucks. Oh my gosh. Well, that's inspiring to see people's art like that. Like who would think of making felt cats getting a manicure and a pedicure sitting in the lawn chair? And it just made you smile. Yes. I mean, there's so many creative people out there. It was just kind of one of those things. What about you? I heard, I overheard that you took the guy to Olive Garden for the first time over the weekend Mm -hmm. yesterday. You or him? Him. Do they still have endless breadsticks? 
Heck yes, they do, Julia. Okay. <laughs> I mean, my dad and I used yes, to go for bandless salad bowl and breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, so that's my weekend claim to fame. My boyfriend, who is well into an age where he probably should have already. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> went to, I took him to the Olive Garden for the first time. We had a hot date at like 1230 in the afternoon on a oh. Sunday off of 494. And <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. It's, yeah. it's good. He had the chicken and shrimp carbonara. Now... <laughs> I had a tour of Italy that maybe looked like it got off at an early train stop, I gotta say. <laughs> a, little, a little smudged, but that's okay. I wanted him to experience this. Because it's one of those things where it's like, if you didn't... He didn't grow up in the suburbs. Right. And he's of a certain age where the Olive Garden maybe wasn't like a, a thing like my family. It was like... Was that your thing? Grandma's coming to town. Get ready to get dressed up. We're going to the Olive Garden because they got cloth napkins, Julia. It was either the Olive Garden or Stuart Anderson's Cattle Company on 494. Those were the two fancy places that grandma would take you out. Funny. (laughs) Sounds like my mom. Yeah. Does it? My my grandma Lulu would take us to the Ambassador Hotel. Oh, sure. On Highway 12 in the Cooper Theater was right there. Yeah, the Cooper, sure. She would take us there and we got to sleep overnight with our out-of-state cousins. I mean, look at how fancy you were. That was fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chip liked the Olive Garden. He gave it a nice 6 out of 10. So I was glad that I could (laughs) give him that experience. Although there was a little bit of confusion we went to go get dessert at Dairy Queen, and he didn't know how to order a Blizzard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he just now that is like, that is a rite of passage. He's like, "How do I order this? Like, what do I do? Do I get the the, get the candy or what flavor of ice cream do I get in this?" Oh, I know geez, that's Chip. very funny. Bless his heart. Glad you were there to help him. All right, we've got a big show today. We're gonna when we come back, we're gonna talk about the ACMs, and we had some historic things happen there last night. Like, you're gonna find out who was asked to leave their seat. A major, major musician. We will be back. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this beautiful day. So if you don't, if you're at work or something or driving home, get out and get a walk today because... Because you're not going to be able to later this week. That's what, that's what they say. Let's be honest. I forgot our big good. deal today is we're giving away all week um, tickets to Sarah Bareilles. She's going to be headlining Excel next October. She's recently released her fifth album, Amidst the Chaos. And she was all over this week and she was on Saturday Night Live. She was on GMA this morning. But tickets don't go on sale till this Friday. But we're giving away the tickets every day this week, later in the show, and it's going to be guessing the celebrity voice, so we'll let you know when that's happening. Great. So, so this is a great story. Um, Kelly Clarkson is everywhere. She's got a new talk show coming out. She's on The Voice. She just got off tour. I don't know how she writes, writes children's books with her daughters, her <laughs> kids. She's hosting the Billboard Music Awards, yeah. I think. Yes, yeah. yeah, she is. She yeah. d- I have loved her. I think I have more Kelly Clarkson music on my iPod. or What is that called? What's the black iPod? thing called? What's the with the music thing? What is it called? The original I, music ones, iPods. Yeah, yeah, yeah just an iPod. iPod. Yeah. yeah, from back in the day. Where I, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. CD player, mini disc player. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I have it. I have it. But she last week was talking about her new talk show, and she was really scared. She says this is a new territory. I don't know. I think she's moving to LA. Yeah, for the talk show. I think so. So this came out is that um, she performed twice last night at the fifty. 50- Fourth annual um, American Academy, Academy of Country Music Academy of Country Music Awards, and and she performs twice. And she said, but by far the craziest moment was the whole thing while she was of the whole night was she sitting in the audience. 
And she met a man who wasn't watching the program and just mistook her for someone else. And someone came up to her and said, um, this guy who was an usher and said, you have to move. Oh, no. They they thought she was a seat filler. Oh, dear. (laughs) She's literally, she said it made my night because he was so serious. And And said, you have to move. You know, this is someone else's seat. And she's like. Oh, I just politely said, no, I'm not going to. Well, yeah, because this is my seat. Thank Isn't that weird? How the usher not know who that Isn't was? Isn't that weird? She's Come one of the on. biggest stars at the ACM Awards last night. So oh, my was a goodness. Good so um, big things happened last night. But here's Reba starting out the night with one of the things that needs to change in country music. And we've heard a lot about it. Do you know it snowed in Las Vegas just a few weeks ago? Yeah. It was so cold, it froze us women out of Entertainer of the Year. Oh! Clapping. Not one. Mm-mm. But you know what? That didn't bother Casey Musgraves because she's been too busy carrying all her Grammys around. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, that was a nice burn by uh, Reba. But I don't under, you know, and we've talked about this before because Carrie's talked about it, Carrie Underwood's talked about it, Kelly Clarkson, Reba McIntyre, that... Country music stations don't play that much. Um, Male-dominated, yes. It's, it's yeah, really it male-dominated, and Very that just so. seems so odd. And yeah. then um, here she is just talking a little bit, a little bit more of Reba and her monologue. We have some really unexpected matchups tonight. Kane Brown and Khalid. <laughs> Me and Cardi B. Just kidding, but I do have a song we can do together. There's no you in Oklahoma, and that's okay. With me. <laughs> Can we please make that? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I don't know. That's just so, that tickles your tongue and it makes yeah, you smile yeah. at the same time. I want that to happen for real. I hope that Cardi B's people were listening and that somebody don't gave her the she, message. I mean, and Reba is so joy filled. She is one woman. She, all right, so here's well, she's a She's in love, too. I know she oh. is. Here's kind of a sweet story, so... She maybe went into a store that maybe one of my family members owns in Bozeman, Montana. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, and my maybe, and maybe this person in my family has no clue who anybody is. Mm. She's mm. just raising kids, running her business, and doesn't read the magazines and keep up on the gossip, you know. Um, and she's like, "Boy, this woman came in. She had a nice little accent, and she had a couple people with her, and they were so nice." Everyone was so nice looking around at everything and just so nice and asking me questions and asking me about me. And I said, who was it? Because she never tells me. She'll never tell me who goes in there, you know, except for Aaron Eckhart. He went in a couple times. And out of all she recognized the, so, him? Aaron, out of all the celebrities that probably <laughs> go through that part him. of the world. He yeah. lives there. He lives in Paradise Valley. Oh, oh. But so she goes, it was Reba McIntyre, you know, the country music. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Music, and I'm like, I don't need an explanation here. <laughs> right. you, I, I know who Reba is. That's what? right. First name only. Right. It's all you need. Exactly. <laughs> but it was so funny. She's like, she was so, she was asking me about me. And she said it was, she was just so <laughs> awestruck. Well, here's imagine. the big thing that has never happened at this show. And the Susan Lucci of the Academy of Country Music Awards uh, finally won last night. And here is our man, Keith Urban, after he'd literally made out with his wife. Yeah. Those guys yeah. are steamy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he went up to the stage and this is him accepting Entertainer of the Year. Well, we've got the announcement first. Oh, we do. I'm sorry. Here we go. And the winner of the ACM Entertainer of the ah! Year got this. <laughs> Give me that. Well, who made you the boss of us? Me. And the winner is Keith Urban. Uh, I'm running out of time, baby girl. I love you so much. Um, my team, thank you, every one of you. To the fans out there, you are amazing. You have no idea how much you mean to me. No idea. But baby girl, I love you and our girl Sunday and Faith who are at home watching right now. Um, my whole team uh, uh, and Dan McCarroll, thank you so much. C- CAA, Darren Murphy, my whole gang. I'm going to run out of time here in a minute. Uh, Mike, Cindy, everybody, I love you guys. God bless. I did thank Sunny and Faith, baby. Country Radio, I love you so much. Thank you so much. God bless every one of you. Those? I'm shocked. This was his first time. Keith first Urban. ACM. ACM. And ACM is like the Grammys for the country. You know, uh, kind of. Be- well, all right, not the Grammys, I, I Danny. Say, I think the ACM is a, is a maybe a little cut below the CMAs. Oh, it is? I, but he's won a CMA yes. entertainer. He's never won this no, one. I, I think it's just a little bit below well, the Well, you know. You know yeah. because you... I did country have been radio in that me. radio. Who votes world? on the Academy of Country Music You Awards? have to be a member of the you Academy. You have to be a member. So, not fans. No, not just a client. No, no, not just a client. Yeah. AT&T that he endorses just in sponsor him. I'm kidding, and I don't even know if he does. So other things that were happening is Miranda Lambert sent out something on Instagram that she's got a big surprise for everyone tonight. Well, her big surprise was her new hubby. She walked the red carpet with her new husband that she met and married after three months of knowing each other, Brendan McLaughlin, the cop from uh, NYPD who was the most photographed cop in Times Square. Yep. And he had just, you know, had a year with a couple different women and a baby with one and not with the one he was engaged to just came a month before they met. And then or, he ended up marrying Miranda Lambert yeah. all at the end. He had an mm-hmm. exciting 2018, mm-hmm. to <laughs> say the least. Exactly. And Miranda Lambert, she looked beautiful. But what I am a judgy, judge, judge, judge. Really? And here's, here's me. And Donnie has posted all of the um, fashions because people looked really great, they I did. thought. Yeah. Um, they all looked lovely. Miranda Lambert, when she was walking the red carpet, was in this lime fluorescent green halter top dress. And she looked amazing. And, you know, that cop is hot um and she has this new multicolored thing on the inside of her arm 
and it's huge. It's probably like three inches wide by like six inches long, and it's got a lot of color. A, a and, and by thing, you mean tattoo? Yeah. Oh, a tattoo. It's. Do you see? Yeah. How, Let's see. Look at this. I mean, I don't a, even know what it is. I don't either, but it's. Oh, people. No, it looks like she maybe didn't give that one a lot of thought. I don't know. Like her <laughs> husband. But we don't know. Right. We don't know. Other things have happened. Similar. Anyway, when we come back, I want to talk about the final four. Did people go out and experience it? Tell us. Call us. We want to hear from you. Right down at U.S. Bank Stadium, the final two, who is left standing? So it's going to be Virginia, and I happen to have on my Virginia sweatshirt today, and the only reason I have this... Where did you get a Virginia sweatshirt? I bought it. Oh. My friend used lived in Charlottesville for oh, no 15 kidding. years about, and so I'd go visit her a lot, and whenever I'd go out of town, oh. I'd buy my kids stuff from wherever I'd go. Yeah. And um, they ha- and my one said, Mom, I sent a picture of myself in this, but it shrunk on him. I don't know if it fit him. Well, it fits perfectly on you. So Looks I fantastic. Have my, so my are you, you pulling for the Cavaliers? I am. You are. Okay. But I don't know if they're going to win. So what? here's what's happening tonight at 8 o'clock, right, Donnie, on CBS? 8-something. Uh, yeah, but before <laughs> there'll be all these shows. <laughs> yeah. So it is um, Texas Tech against Virginia. And here's just a couple things. 820, Julia. 820. Okay. Ah. I just want to hear from people. Did you have fun? Did you go down and experience things? Um, 651-641-1071. I mean, today's a beautiful day for Fan Fest oh. on Nicollet Mall. It's perfect outside today. It's perfect. I mean, I was really kind of sad about um, the weather this kind of weekend for them, the rain and stuff, yeah. but it cleared yeah. up. So here's what um the pioneer press went around and they asked people what you thought about being in minnesota so here's and they walked up and down nicollet mall so what do you think of minnesota it's great wow that was a real deep mm-hmm. thought Thank real you. Um, deep thought minneapolis is really a lively downtown area it's got a lot going on obviously this is a 27 year old from michigan um this is one that i loved i thought it'd be a lot prettier to be honest there's just a lot of construction. Well, isn't that um, the this truth? is Eric Matta, a Texas Tech <laughs> fan who drove, drove up here from Lubbock, Texas with his wife and Ooh, three kids. That's a long drive. Oh. Other than the weather, this person says, Josh Smith, the hotels, restaurants, you name it, they're good. Everyone's always friendly and nice. Other things people said, is Minnesota nice a real thing was a question. Yeah. Um, they're friendly, everybody. They're typical Midwesterners. Um, the drivers are always more polite here, said a guy who uh, lived in Flint, Michigan. Um, in Michigan, we build cars and we drive cars. Mm. And here, everybody's going at the right speed limit. Oh, my gosh. We drive. We don't drive cars here in Minnesota? <laughs> oh, we don't drive it sh- fast enough. Not, the yeah, shame. The I don't know. I mean, I've been on some of the freeways around here lately. Yeah. 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 All right. And this is the next question. Is Minnesota a good place to host the Final Four? This is Lisa from Richmond, Virginia. You guys got all the tools, she said. Uh, her son, uh, Jude, chimed in. The skyways are really cool. And, you know, if it's raining, it's kind of nice to be able to get to places. Um, this is uh, Josh from Michigan. He said, I think so. I would say your weather would be the only thing that would hold it back. Um, and then uh, Jonathan says, it's been very nice. Uh, bumping into NCA 
a coaches at the hotels was probably the coolest thing. And that's what I do think is cool because the oh, hotels, yeah. oh, for everybody sure. and the coaches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then someone said, um, you know, it's a fun place, but, you know, I, I wouldn't mind it being in Vegas where they had nicer weather. Sure. You know, which, of course. Well, well, of course. And then, of course, the next question, have you had a Juicy Lucy? Yes, no, not yet. So yes. anyway. All right. But deep thoughts from uh-huh. the visitors. I don't know if anybody went and did anything. I can't believe I didn't go down once to do anything. I didn't just... do it either. I wonder if anybody went to the Jonas Brothers concert on Saturday night. I wanted night. to go to that so bad. It looked like fun. Cake by the Ocean is your jam, Julia. It is. And Katy Perry, I think, put on a good show last night at the Armory. Tonight, it's fits in the um, tantrums. Right. And um, I don't know. Well, all right. My friend went. She said her seats were so high. <laughs> you know, How high were they? Well, you know when you see a she concert and yeah. the stage is lit up and there's a back screen that kind of helps support how right. high up yes. you are on right, the third right. floor at U.S. Bank Stadium? Yeah. I think it'd be hard. Yeah, you just they I look would like just tiny get, little people I got playing so basketball. dizzy looking straight down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it looks like you're going down, like, straight down, kind of at a vertical incline. Yeah. And you're you know, I, heard, uh, I heard one reporter say that, uh, unlike in, in other stadiums that have hosted this, where they had maybe certain sections curtained off, Right. we didn't have that here. No, it was They put 72,000 people in there. That's awesome. 72,000 people? 72,000 for basketball. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, man, that just made... Oof, I hope I all y'all had a lot of fun and that you continue to have fun paying $80 for event parking downtown. Well, is that what it is? Yeah, there, there is a sign that has been spotted. Oh my God. Event parking $80. <laughs> There's only $10 for the craft show. Except, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what a, what a bargain. Yeah. I was delighted about that. Uh, oh my gosh, that is nuts. Okay, so you have some breaking news for us. Oh, uh, well, I have some urgent news that we need to report on. And, well, this is really probably going to be most uh, concerning to one Lori B, who is She's, currently on vacation so she's she's gonna be <laughs> devastated oh no what is well, this already after you know rolling stones has pulled out a headlining yeah at the jazz fest yeah. yes well remember she said here's who i was willing to keep for them to keep my money who yeah. did she say Bruce springsteen she did led zeppelin yeah. and led zeppelin i know he mentioned that. madonna but she said casey wouldn't be happy with that um and then Fleetwood Mac came in. Yeah. And she was okay with that. And she was okay with that. Well, here's the sad news. Oh, no. Fleetwood Mac is no longer playing oh, the New Orleans Jazz Festival <laughs> show. How come they pulled out so quick? Stevie Nicks is sick. She says, uh, Stevie Nicks That's is sick. falling It's in Ill. May. It's in a month. Look, man, I'm, I'm just telling you the news. So this is a court. You could read the whole story on our website, mytalk1071.com. So oh, Fle- <laughs> Fleetwood oh, Mac has postponed concerts in Boston and Philadelphia. Uh, Stevie Nicks has a really bad bout with the flu. And as a result of that, the band has announced that the remaining f- four shows of their U.S. tour are going to have to be rescheduled. And that means that they're pulling out of this fill-in date at the New Orleans Jazz Fest. Oh, so they're, not- oh, they're pulling out of the fill-in yeah. date because they got to go back and do their real dates. Yeah. All right. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. That's that's worthy. <laughs> that's mm. worthy of pulling out. I just yeah. want, I forgot to mention one other thing. Please. The, co- the coaches. Yes. Um, the coach of Virginia, if they win tonight, he gets 400000 Oh, nice bonus. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And the uh, coach Beard from Texas Tech gets 200000 There was a huge discrepancy in the negotiated final four package from the four different colleges because they listed all four of them Mm. and each coach has different circumstances they have a different package that they negotiated well i mean you know two hundred thousand dollars would not be too shabby to 
mm-hmm. receive if your team wins by no, any means. By any means at all. And you're yeah. ro- who's who else is playing tonight? No, that's just it. those two, honey. The only two teams. Yeah, there's no third place game. Okay, there used to be many <laughs> years ago. All right. Yeah. I would think as a fan, I'd want to see the Spartans, Michigan, go against Auburn. I would. I don't know why they don't let that happen. I think, but it's tough for the players. They're so down after losing. Oh, babies. Okay, <laughs> fine. When you're thinking, too, I can't. I'm no, thinking about the be. fans. I'm thinking about the fans. Yeah. Why not let people get excited for one more game? Yeah, I, sure. When did no. they stop doing that, Donnie? 1981. Oh, so it's last been a third place game. It has been a hot second. Yeah. And I don't want people to worry that I didn't call the Parks and Recs of Woodbury today. That was fun listening to that call. Well, why the heck would you have called the Parks and Rec Services (laughs) of Woodbury? Please share the call I overheard. I'm concerned about our youth and tennis. Listen, you can't learn how to play tennis unless you have a wall to hit your tennis ball against. Okay, And so many courts don't have the backboard wall. So I'm getting a new court. Uh, this spring, they dug it all up last year when, you know, things thaw. It's yeah. not happening yet. She told me that ground is still frozen. I'm sure. Probably <laughs> Back is. off, lady. TBD. She, she was yeah. lovely. She was nice. And I said, you know, I just want to say for our youth, because when you play two little kids and hit the tennis ball against each other, you can't hit it back. Well, of course you can't. It, it's so hard to learn how to play if you don't have a wall. So you know where I go? I drove up to Woodbury High School Friday night after work with my mm-hmm. big garage broom and i was going back to where they have their garbage cans in a service area behind the high school and i was going to hit against the brick wall oh my gosh julia i did it last year wait a minute what were were you doing with the broom sweeping the snow off Well, sweeping all the sand so i didn't trip and fall as i'm hitting so if you saw a woman outside of the high school i didn't do it there were too many cars parked there so i was very upset (laughs) but i ended up going over the tennis courts and they do have a hitting wall um, but they don't want to put hitting walls in neighborhoods, I guess, because it's too loud. And neighbors, um, people in the neighborhoods have complained. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I read in the paper maybe a week or so ago, I forgot the the uh, suburb, but the neighbors were complaining about the racquetball court noise. Oh, I mean, the, the, oh. not the racquetball, the, uh, uh, what's the other Feather game? ball? No, Tennis the pickleball. Ball. Oh, pickleball? They were complaining about the noise coming from the pickleball court. I can imagine oh, getting that, that being real annoying, <laughs> yeah. real fast. Hit your pickleball. I, hey, love, I listening. love pickleball. I have a basketball court. I love listening to the dribbling of just yeah. a single person out there. It just makes me happy that people are outside playing. I'm going to make a video for you so you can listen to that in a 10-hour loop, Julia. Well, I do. There's a one boy <laughs> in my place who always <laughs> listens to it. All right. Oh, I know. Go. I know I'm nutty. All right. Well, anywho, when we come back, we're delighted because Allison Kaplan is going to be with us to tell us everything that's going on shopping-wise in the Twin Cities. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for space? Eight letters, why don't we? That's from Eight Letters. Later today in the show, we're giving away Sarah Borella's tickets. And right now, we have Twin City Business Editor and Chief Allison Kaplan with us to talk shopping. Hi, Allison. Hello. Hello. Who's that? It's that Holly. Sounds so weird, doesn't it? No, no, no. I mean, when you're describing my title, it <laughs> well, sounds weird. Editor in chief. You I, are the big boss, Allison. I like that, Allison. Oh, goodness, I'm just a girl who likes to shop. You are, and likes to write, and is damn good at it. Listen. Oh, you're I, so sweet. You know you are. I was so devastated about creative kid stuff, but I'm yeah. so devastated right now about 
retail, bricks and mortar in general, that I'm just begging people, go into stores. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's kind of feels like a weird bummer, even as it's been kind of a, a constant spiral. Right now feels like there's sort of a major shakeout happening. But I think it's going to happen, and then I think we're going to move on, and there's going to be some positivity. There's going to be a rainbow at the end I'm of ready. all this. But, yeah, uh, you know, so, that yes. That was a big I'm one, kind of, though. It, yeah, it's it's a big bummer, but I think if there's anything positive that comes out of the news, it's that it is making people think, gosh, number one, I need to think about where I'm shopping and that every time I decide to just click on Amazon, right. it impacts local retailers. Right. The other thing, I think the really interesting story to me, the, the I had a line in my story. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When we broke the news last week um, that it's not just Amazon. It's the competition of screens and the fact it that is. kids mm-hmm. aren't playing with toys like right. they used to. Okay. They, they give them up earlier and they choose video games. And as a result, the toy makers aren't making as many toys for older kids. So it's this vicious cycle. And that's the thing that seemed to really resonate and that I spent a lot of the week talking about, especially with other toy retailers in town. And it's important to remember that we have lots and lots of great little mom and pop toy stores. And I think in some ways, they are the ones that are in the better position to, to succeed. Because they're Kids unique. Have had a lot right. of overhead. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. And, and that's of- so sad about toys. I didn't even think of it that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a huge thing. I mean, I've, I saw it in my own house from the minute my little guy got his iPad. It was like he stopped playing with Legos. Oh. You know, and it became, the, it's, just, it, it's, it's heartbreaking, and it's something that you just have to really be conscious of, right. I think, yeah. as, a, right. as a parent or as an educator, that play is really important. And yes. all the research shows it, and there is major, you know, developmental, um, you know, things that happen when you are playing, when you're building. Part of the reason why slime and, like, all those, those squishies, oh, you know, which is so dumb. But you know what all the retailers were telling me last week? Kids like it because we're, they're not getting all of that like hands-on action because we're all spending so much time swiping on screens. Right, mm-hmm. and they don't get to feel the goo like, or the flarp, yes. the farting stuff or something like that. Exactly. Right. No, I love exactly. it. All right, so this is exciting about JW. J.W. Hume, yes. Yes. J.W. Hume, um, you know, long-time St. Paul-based company, you know, the leather goods maker, which has had a really kind of storied history where they almost went under. They were brought back to life. They were kind of the signature of the heritage movement, you know, American-made goods. And then... 
they closed their St. Paul manufacturing plant on West 7th, and people were so upset and so bummed. Well, guess what? The new chapter looks really good. They just opened a store on Grand right at Victoria's Crossing. It's the old um, Garden uh, of Eden. Garden, yeah, Garden of Eden space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really beautiful. So they're sort of changing their model. The products are not all going to be locally made anymore. This is true, although oh. they're going to um, they're going to make sure that people know every item will t- you, you'll be you'll be able to know was it made in the U.S. Was it made overseas? Okay, yep. um, All the leather sourced locally, but they're becoming more of a retail brand. Yeah, they are. And which it's is a exciting. Beautiful store. They do monogramming on site, so great for gifts. They're going to have coffee in the store. It's just it's going to be a cool place. See, to, think to that go the, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. It it it. You know what? I was by there and I saw everything going in last week. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah, I'm how about excited. The pale because... pink and the bright yellow leather. I love Ooh. both of those things. Mm-hmm. Both collections, so good. And they have other products too. They've brought in like some books and candles. They've got some Fairbow blankets. So they're kind of rounding out the assortment. I besides love the it. leather, lifestyling yeah. of it. So do you think the pivot for the brand? So this sounds like it's kind of doing almost like an Everlane thing, where Everlane started by making everything in the United States, and you get to follow the supply chain of your T-shirt. So are they kind of doing the same thing with your bag? I don't think they're going to be that literal about it, but I think what they know is, you know, they had sort of a PR challenge, which is that their whole story was about the products being yep. made in St. Paul. Right. They had, you know, people who'd worked for the brand for 60 years at sewing machines right. in St. Paul, and they don't have that anymore. And they know that some of their following expects that. And there are people who are, you know, truly won't buy a bag that isn't made locally or isn't made in the U.S. And Mm -hmm. so they want to be respectful of that and make sure that they're transparent. Oh, I I get it. That's got to be tough. Okay, Mm -hmm. so where did Katy Perry shop before a show yesterday? Oh, yes, we need to know. Oh, my goodness. She was at the Weissman. No, I didn't, but I saw her Instagram story, and I knew right away where she was, and I got a little message from a friend who works at the Weissman. She went to the Weissman Art Museum at the U of M. Oh, really? The Frank Gehry. Oh, I love that she went there. And they have a museum shop. There's no no better shopping usually than museum shops. She was literally, like, in her Instagram story, which it might still be live. You can go look at it. She was literally, like, reading a book about animals. You you don't see her face. You just hear her reading the story and showing the book. And then she posted pictures around the museum. That's really cool. cool. That is cool. And I haven't heard anybody else talking about this. I would have been, like, gushing about it, tweeting everything. Oh, I love it. Anyway. Because people don't want to do social media. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) We have actually a new study on that today. It's so much work. Is that right? So much work. So much work. We're just going to stop. I know it. So what is the chameleon shops that are popping up in Gavaday? They are literally a new pop-up. So I think, you know, downtown Minneapolis recognizes that it has a problem. Yep. It, yeah. There aren't very many stores. St. Paul does, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, every place does yeah. pretty much right now. So, um, you know, they've done holiday pop-ups. They did the Super Bowl pop-up. There's nothing specific to the Final Four, but it's well-timed. This is a new program called Chameleon Shops, and it's a bunch of really small brands focus on diversity, focus on, you know, giving opportunities to people that wouldn't normally have them. So there are three different storefronts in Gavaday on the Skyway level and the first level with all sorts of cool local stuff to shop. One of my favorites, maybe I've told you guys about this before. It's a brand called the Cat Lab. 
No. It is a woman who has lived all around the world. She's not a designer, but she sources fashion. So she works directly with emerging designers and kind of creates her own, curates a collection. Oh, wow. Cutest fashion you've seen and pretty good prices too. Oh, and so I love she's it. she's at Gavide. There's ceramics, there's soaps, there's gourmet food. So it's just really fun and it's just always, I just think, you know, we saw, we see over the holidays and with these special events, people want to shop local downtown. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, OMG, I was downtown St. Paul. Holy cow. You couldn't find anything? It makes me sad. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like Jaime's haberdashery. That's still there. Mm-hmm. Right? That's still there. Yeah. But remember, yeah, that's there. I mean, I'm just thinking, and even Uptown, I was kind of sad the other day because I was just remembering, remember Schlamps? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, Uptown and Heartbreaker was right there. problems than that. Yeah, well, I know, sure. but I mean, remember all the shopping that used to be there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we are in a real period of transformation, yeah, and are. not everyone's going to win. Not, you know, I think we're going to see ultimately when it all shakes out. I think in ten years from now, we're not going to have as many malls. We're not going to have as many regional shopping areas, but we're going to have the ones that do thrive are going to be really solid. I think Target's figured it out because I love going in the new Target. It's I spend fun. more money there. Target's a winner. I can't believe yep. how good the the new one is with the cool hip areas, and then you just like, oh, I'll get those earrings, I'll get that scarf because yeah. it's so cheap and trendy, well, that's because, but perfect. Yeah, because they're focusing on the experience and they're making it more fun and more visual and more engaging to be there, and that's what everybody has to do if they want to win these. Days. Oh, it's so much work. Mm. <laughs> it truly, truly. Uh, all right, is. what is this glassier though? Just tell me why do millennials love glassier? If you're just joining us, we're talking that, with Ellie Kaplan. Okay, Hope, do you do you shop glassier? Are you uh, into this brand? Holly Hope's okay. cousin. <laughs> yes. I actually, no, but I will tell you, Allison, that I oh. am targeted a lot by uh, the brand Glossier on social media. They try to get me to buy their stuff all the time. So it's makeup, well, right? It's makeup, yes. We should all see if we can buy shares immediately. They were just anointed the latest unicorn with a 1.2 billion dollar valuation really it's just makeup ladies yeah but what the real trend is that young women are not buying their makeup at a cosmetics counter in a department store well, i would say that is over. true but they're missing out so much on the fun experience of going in and getting a free makeover i love well, that i do love to go to they like stuff. receiving their baby pink boxes and little pouches with their uh, makeup delivered directly to their homes. And then you oh, unbox it on your YouTube channel, and then you put a tutorial <laughs> up on how to apply the makeup to make the true millennial experience. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Allison! Julia, I think you need. I think you need to do this, Julia. No, I think you need to start a beauty YouTube <gasps> channel. We'd Allison Kaplan. That had is a great. Few makeup Fridays. Yeah. You know, my yeah. next one would be what to do when your eyebrows are uneven. Oh. I mean, mine are completely I, uneven. What happens when one of your eyes hits. droops more than the other? Hits for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem. You, you fill in. You fill in with the pencil. I know. Thank you, honey. You can read Twin Cities Business, and it's got great stories, too. So thanks, and we'll, we'll listen to, for you on The Shop Girls.